when life is good, it's really good. And sometimes we don't treat our heroes the way we should. On today's episode of the Triple H podcast, I'm so grateful to share for our first episode with a guest, a conversation with one of my best friends, Charlie Morgan, someone who has inspired me in how he was able to remove himself from an environment and work away for a year, clearing his mind and soul all in the pursuit to be his true, happy self. Through doing his Triple H, we chat about his incredible mum, Frankie, knowing when to say no and the importance of family and the bonds we have with those we love. This was one of the first episodes we ever recorded and it is so special that Charlie's story is being told. Thank you all so much. We hope you enjoy and ciao for now. Twilla, money budnik. Twilla, wakana padnik. Naigana biako manklankala, marawachanga kana miena. Nai wangandi mani the budni gani yatana irindi yata tandendanga wada irabina. Nai nari kamatbi maricha. Hello and welcome to this podcast coming to you over the lightning brain being the internet. My name is Mickey O'Brien, a descendant of the Ghana people, and it is my pleasure to welcome you here to the Adelaide Plains. We uh, call upon the spirit people of our ancestors to bring you good blessings and to send away that sadness. We say that our face, it tells us where we've been, but our heart tells us where to go. Never say goodbye, always say see you later. So, nakata to you, nechaya, thank you for coming, because you're the important person when you come to a place. Nakata, nechaya, nakata. Welcome to the Triple H Podcast, where we embrace vulnerability and encourage authenticity as we have meaningful conversations with the people in our lives. We're your hosts, Dan and Jed, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Welcome everyone to another chat, another episode here of the Triple H podcast. Uh, I'm Jed, one of your hosts, only me in the recording booth today. Dan is unable to be with us. Love it, hate it, apologies. I'm very grateful for this opportunity I have today to chat with this person. This is one of my best mates. When I started this pod, I always knew that there was a part of me that really wanted this person on and, and so engaged with everything that he's done and, and his life and his family. And, you know, this Christmas just passed. I, you know, sadly with my family couldn't celebrate it due to certain reasons. But luckily, his family had me in with open arms, as they always do, doing meat-free Mondays for me and always making me feel a part of the family and DJing his little brother's birthday. So... Again, just super excited, super grateful to be able to chat to one of my best mates, Charlie Chops. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, mate. It's good to be here. I'm alive. Good to be alive. It is. Absolutely. Absolutely, it is. Each episode, we like to start off kind of just by letting the guest introduce himself. I think it's a really important way. So if someone was to ask you right now, like I'm about to ask you, who is Charlie Morgan? Yep. What would you say? Charlie Morgan. He is a 22-year-old male living in Adelaide. I suppose my occupation is I'm a landscaper. 
I'm a happy, outgoing person. I love my friends. I love you. Thank you for that lovely intro. Love my family also. Got many hobbies. I just love life. Love life. Yep. Got a good overview there. What I'm going to ask you to do now is close your eyes. Yep. And just think about Charlie Morgan and think about how he looks and, you know, how, how you feel being in him and bring him to mind. And I'll get you just to give me three words, you know, three describing words. Who is Charlie Morgan in three words? My first word would be sensitive. I think I'm a sensitive person in the fact that I – is my second word would be caring. I think I'm sensitive and caring. I'm often worried about people and how they – are and I love to care for them so there's one and two words sensitive and caring my third word would be hard working I know that's two words but I'm yeah. going to go with that hard working hard working persistent hard working yep. one or the other one or the other yeah absolutely yeah I love those Thanks. I love those three words I think they're a great description of you and who you are and how you interact with so many amazing people and your family of Showing me that and it's, it's important to think about because I obviously know your family very well. You do, and, you do. And I'm a big part of the family, I feel. And 100%. I feel that we get a lot of those characteristics, I do at least, mm. when I'm around your family, that caring and loving and persistent. But I don't want to go too much into the family just yet. Yep. Because, as you know, the main part of the show is the Triple H. Let's go. Which I know you're a big fan of. So yeah. now that we've kind of got the little intros out of the way, I'd love to kind of kick off and tell me, Charlie, who is your biggest hero? Um, my biggest hero, I'd say, is my mum, I think, quite easily. Frankie? She's a tough, resilient lady, and that's where I get a lot of my characteristics for, and I'm forever grateful that she is the way she is. She's so natural and herself and my caring Personality comes entirely from her dad as well, but so not entirely from mum, but dad and mum, mainly mum. Yeah, she's my hero because she's just so tough. She's gone through a lot of hardship. I haven't always treated her the way that she deserves to be treated. Thankfully, she's forgiven me for that and I will forever be making up for those mistakes. But mum and I have a really close relationship. I can tell her anything. But yeah, I just admire her every day. The pain that she's... Constantly in from the things she's endured in her past life and the way that she's always got a smile on her face and puts other people in front of her 10 times out of 10. She's my hero. I love her to bits. I want to tap in to a little bit more of those concepts if you're happy to talk on them of what she's been through and just to give everyone listening an understanding of her and what you feel comfortable sharing and that you yep. think she would be comfortable with people out there knowing. Mm. I know she's very vocal on a lot of things. She has been through, so if you want to dive into those a little bit, and yeah, so I suppose mum has had breast cancer, she got diagnosed with breast cancer in 2017, my final year of schooling. She didn't have any chemotherapy, but she had radiology to get rid of all the cancer uh, within her body, and she still lives in pain from that to this day, struggles to sleep. Colder months are particularly bad. But she is tough and I admire that she gets over that and rarely ever complains about that. She's 
She used to be quite athletic. She still is athletic, I suppose, but she used to be quite a good runner. She ran a, uh, the Berlin Marathon in 2007. Um, and used to be right into her fitness and going to the gym daily. And unfortunately, her knees have almost given way on her. She's had two surgeries and often has to get a clean out to help her with her pain. But that doesn't stop her from walking, at least, walking with her beloved dogs. Originally two, now three. Little Pippi and Aggie and my Jetta, which mum's also claimed as her own. Uh, but, yeah, she's a tough woman and I do admire that. She also, she's had a previous marriage and two, uh, my two elder sisters, are, they're from a different dad, but he unfortunately was not the greatest human being ever and, you know, the way that she got treated in that relationship to sort of bounce back from that and still be a nice human is great and uh, her parents actually... Quite an interesting story with her parents. She was given up for adoption by a biological mother when she was six weeks old, like barely out of the womb, adopted by an Australian family here in South Australia, in the Barossa, actually. Um, Winemakers they were, so they loved to drink, and eventually the drink got the better of them. And At age 20, mum was on her own with her, with her brother, her adopted brother, Charlie Hugh Smith, who we are quite close with. He's my uncle, he's got his two kids, son and a daughter, Jack and Ariel, who are lovely, my cousins. But ever since then, she's sort of been on her own, so she's, uh, she's a dog. She knows how to fight. Yeah. She knows how to look after herself, and yeah, I admire that all the time. Really appreciate who she is. Yeah, thank you, Charlie. That's, I think there's a lot to be said about her ability to withstand mm. suffering and turmoil and, and to continue through and, you know, she's one of my biggest inspirations as well and why I'm so close to her and can feel I can really connect with her. But I wanted to tap onto something you said before about not always treating her the best that you could have. And, and we're all just young people as well. We're still very young human beings. Yeah. Two very young people in this existence and this human experience are so constantly learning and we respect that and, no one's perfect. No. You know, that whole terminology is a bit far-fetched and ridiculous. But if you feel comfortable, I'd love for you to tap into maybe some of the issues that you had with mom and, and growing up because I think people can really relate to those struggles. Yep. And it's interesting, right, because someone's your hero, but you might not treat them amazingly. Correct. You know, someone is your hero that you might not act exactly how you wish you did or they might have different expectations for you. So I wanted to just kind of tap into how you dealt with that kind of conflicting. This person is someone I've admired, but I'm doing these actions. And and also, if you can get into that also is, I guess, first question, has your mum always been your hero? No, she hasn't been. And I suppose I sort of before her breast cancer was really, and even during and after that, I still, I took her for granted. Like she was an amazing mother. She did so much for mine and Archie's sport and the whole family in general in their sport, but particularly mine and Archie's cricket and football. She was team managers, cooking the lunches, and she is well known for her behind-the-scenes effort. And I guess I took that for granted a little bit, even though it wasn't directly related to me, but she genuinely was doing it for my, for my benefit and yeah. the team also, but mainly yeah. me and Archie, our kids. But it took me only to about two years ago, three years ago, for me to realise that, wow, well, 
like my mum has done a lot for me. She is ridiculous. And that's when I sort of realised, right, I need to repay her for what she's done to me. And that's all I need to repay her by doing is just by respecting her, caring for her, looking after her in particular. But, yeah, I suppose that that realisation point was after uh, I went down a bit of a, a dark road of smoking marijuana quite regularly. I was doing that while she had her breast cancer and I was that was more at the front of my mind than my mum's health and well-being. And uh, her previous husband was a, a drug user as well, so it automatically, me doing that, would just freak mum out and, look, marijuana isn't the worst drug in the world. It works for certain people. It didn't work for me, but I still enjoyed it partially somehow. So that was that was the case for a year or two there and then... I sort of realised that this isn't me, this isn't it, so I decided to get up and get out of Adelaide when I worked on the sheep station in Western Australia, and I sort of did that for mum. I remember when I got back after being out there for about six months, walking around the corner to her in the backyard, not seeing her for six months, then we locked eyes and she just burst into tears. And, like, I don't think she said anything for maybe two minutes, and I'm just like, what? What's wrong? Have I done something wrong? I, I'd like Because usually when she'd be crying before then at me is because I'd been an absolute fuckwit and... You know, gone out all night and come home and then laid in my room all day and just done absolute fuck all and been disrespectful towards it. So at first I was like, wow, I've done something wrong. Well, I knew I hadn't. I knew deep down that I hadn't. But but that moment was pretty special, just bursting into tears straight away and just seeing that she was proud of me, I guess. I was able to go away and do my thing, find myself a little bit. And, yeah, those tears were all joy and uh, proudness towards me. And it was only a couple of days later that I realised, fuck, that's pretty sick. I can make my mum feel that good and happy. Like, let's keep this going. Yeah. But, yeah, that was a really special moment. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Never and forget that day. Yeah. Yeah, and I want to give my kudos to you as a big turning point, I think, in our relationship as well. Of, of seeing, I remember seeing you the day. Mm. Yeah. The day you got back. You did. I saw you as it pulled up. Yeah. By chance. Yeah, just by chance. Now you are completely different yeah. looking from what I'd seen you and just... Scruffy little... Scruffy man with a dog. With a dog just yeah. rocked up with a dog. And, yeah. and it's uh, that's definitely a, a memory that I hold very dearly and, and, and why I'm so proud of you and, and so grateful to have you as a, as a role model for me of that ability to take on life and to, to deal with adversities and, and maybe what you're going through and isolate yourself when you need to and, and put your health first. So I think that's really important. And I think you, you know, got an incredible story there of being able to get away and your mum, yeah. you know, that realisation, that moment of tears, mm. bringing her to tears, just seeing you, I think is um worth a million bucks. Oh, 100%, yeah. A million bucks and more. It was um, a special day. I'll never forget that. Yeah, incredible. How do you... Now, this is something that we like to do on the show, especially when we bring up someone's hero. How would you feel about, because we think it's really important, it's all well and good to say these conversations between you and I, it's easy to, to hype people up and, and tell them that they're our hero when they're not here. And sure, your mum will listen to this and yeah. be grateful. But how, do you, how comfortable would you feel if I were to, you know, if we were to call her right now and you even were just to give her just, you know, just a 30-second thing just saying, hey, mum, you're on a podcast. Just want to let you know. Yeah, I'm keen to do that. That'd keen nice. to do it? Yeah. yeah. All right, Tom. I'll give her a ring because I do have... Frankie's number. Hi. Hey, Mum. It's Charlie. 
How you going? Good. Um, you're on a podcast with Jed and myself on the Triple H podcast. What? You're on a podcast. He's hooked Am up. I? He's hooked up your phone. It's like a pre-recording. Okay. Why? Um, because we are talking about um, my heroes, and I just wanted to let you know that you're my hero, and that I uh, love you lots, and I appreciate all the things you've done for me, and I admire the hardship you go through daily, and the way you just keep rolling and get on with the show, and don't let it bother you too much. Oh, thanks, Topsy. Pleasure. It's a segment. That's kind of you. No, no worries. I mean it. Thanks. Very much. Be overwhelmed. Yeah. So am I. Yeah. No, that's lovely. Thanks for that. Pleasure. Easy. Thank you, Frankie. Thank you for being a part of that. No worries. Anytime. (laughs) Beautiful. Have a have love a lo- love, love you too. Have a have a great afternoon, Frankie. Thanks. See ya. Bye. See ya, Frank. Pretty special. That was nice. It's good, she, isn't she it? She was a little bit emotional. I think. I think I got her in the field straight away. That's what we're all about here. I see. I love it. That was great. That was nice. Thank you. So let's now move into hardship. Second H, and you've really set a good level already. So I want to just say, like, well done. If you want to continue on on that path, or if you want to maybe just tap into something, it's you know you put your hand up if it's too much, or you know you're feeling too much. But please, if you want to tap into whatever hardship you feel, you know I, I think it's really important if you can close your eyes just for a moment and and just kind of meditate on that for just a moment and just kind of think. Yeah, I'd say my inability to say no to things, situations, events. I'd really like to work on that. It's something that bothers me when I can't say no to certain things or people. Um, that's probably my main fault in life at the moment because I'm so good on other levels from where I've come from and then often let it slip every now and then just from not being able to say no to things and not looking after my body correctly. That's incredible. That's a really cool self-evaluation and insight. And not normally what we do when we ask for a hardship. Right. Which I love. I love that you have taken that and made that your own thing. Yeah. Normally we're expecting people to give us one specific moment. Right. But the fact that you've given us a, a part of you that you want to work on, I think is incredible. Like what do you feel like are the next steps for you? I think it's the obvious one is learning to say no and becoming good at saying no. And just pretty much doing what I want to do within my morals, in my own time, when I want. You know, no matter who's keen to do it with me. If it's just me, that's great. If it's just one other, that's great. If it's ten others, that's great. But just, you know, being myself, not trying to impress anybody else. Loving myself, doing my own thing at my own pace. Whatever that be, as long as it makes me happy. I mean, yeah, just say yes to the things I love doing and have time for and fit in with, you know, what I want to be doing at that point in time. Yeah, and who you want to be. Yeah, and who I want to be, for sure. Who do you want to be? I just want to be a hardworking, happy, well-lived person. When I say well-lived, like cool experiences, 
great memories, living the moment too, as cliche as that is, still very factual. It's a good it's a good thing to do and live by. But yeah, who do I want to be? I just want to be myself, my full natural self at a at the happiest state possible. Simple as that. Whatever that is, not entirely sure. That will I will figure that out, but I want to stay on this road of hardship a little bit more. Yep. And I want you to do, to kind of bring up a specific time if you can. I think it's incredible that you've opened up like that, so thank you. But if you can bring up a hardship, specific moment that kind of comes to the surface first, you know, you can really feel in your heart as, as something is pretty important and maybe defining in some ways and tough, just a real tough time. I don't know. I guess it's just like I could probably think of a few times where I've just said yes to going out and drinking too much. Like that's that's probably what it is. Doesn't have to be on that train. We can park that for a moment. I don't know what else that though. floor. But if there's a specific moment, day in life, like a day or a time or a moment. So for me, you know, I have a few. I have you know this whole I've said in in the earliest episodes. Like I, you know, my whole 2021 was pretty tough or whether it be specific moments in my you know parents divorce or things like that that were the hardest or like a day and detailing that is there anything you can bring to mind there i suppose a tough day was working on the station pretty lonely like quite homesick as it was and then waking up one morning to find out well discovered by myself that one of the elder um, men who also worked on the station had had a heart attack overnight and died in his bed and, you know, that was pretty tricky, I suppose. I want you to close your eyes for me. I want you to bring to the conversation right now that Charlie and that person and even, because that's still with you, that Jeez. part of you, right? Yeah. That, that experience and that being is a part of you and what would you want to say to him now as Charlie Morgan as a 22 year old I guess I would just say treat people with more respect treat people the way you wish to be treated yeah I'd probably tell my younger self as a 22 year old that yeah you just gotta treat people the way you used to, you wish to be treated there's no there's no use there's no good in being rude or disrespectful to anything or anybody rather People are, everyone's sensitive. It's not just you, you know, like, yeah, you just got to be nice as much as possible. If you don't agree with certain things or certain beliefs, whatever that is, that's life, so be it. What do you think 2016-year-old Charlie would say to that? Whatever, bro. It's all good. I'm pretty happy with what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm too good for my own shoes. That's what he would say. Do you think that's a... Characteristic that you've somewhat been able to deal with and and work on. Yeah, I think I've shaken it a fair bit. Yeah, I mm. reckon I'm not like that at all anymore. I think that you know I'm grateful for what I have and the people around me, and just like to go about my business quietly and you know try not to impress too many people. Do you think that that trait was something that led to past hardships a lot? Definitely, it would have influenced them, yeah. 
good amount for sure. Yeah, I think it's just about trying to treat people equally. Didn't do any of that. Always thought I was better than most, even. So I'm glad I'm not like that anymore and matured. And But if you are to deal with a hardship like that again, may you be more confident in yourself? Yeah, definitely. I think so. Like I would hope that you would be able to move from that past experience and be able to become this fuller version of chops that we we spoke about that you want to be that possibly could deal with a hardship like that again yeah in a, in a better more constructive yeah definitely more holistic way mm. yeah i think i'd have that covered i get filled with a lot of regret from that hardship and the way i treated people not only uh, my partner back then but mum and dad like they saw it going a bit pear-shaped and trying to step in but i thought i was knew what i was doing so I think, yeah, I'd definitely show more empathy and listen to others around me and definitely take on advice, whether I like it or not, listen, for sure. Thank you, man. Thank you. Last part of the Triple H, obviously, is highlight. We're at a bit of a... We like to finish on a high. Good. Here on a Triple H podcast. So yep. let's end on a highlight. Yep. Please, give me... Uh, I really think it's really important to just... It's almost a knee-jerk reaction. Yeah. A lot of people really stumble on this one and they feel like they have to find something that's yeah. really I got something good. I got something yeah? good. Yeah, yeah, crack on. Go. I just reckon the highlight for me is the last year or so, the connection I've sort of made with my brother and, and even my um, sister as well, um, Molly and Archie. But Archie and I like, used to bicker like all her when we were young and I just used to hate it. Mum and Dad used to hate it. People used to comment like, when are you boys going to grow up and get over it? But I suppose that's what brothers do. Like, we were young. But now he's 18, I'm 22, like... I really love the friendship that we have and the brothership that we have at the moment. And just seeing that blossom pretty quickly in the last six to 12 months has been sick. I love that. Why do you think you bickered so much before? I don't know. We're pretty bloody similar to each other. So I think it was just... Just a bit of that. Just two... Two Titans clashing. Yeah. Just a bit of that argy-bargy Big personalities. Yeah, big personalities. Who's the king of the house? Who's the funniest, you know, but he's got that role now. It's all him. He's a funny boy. He is funny. He's a very funny boy. Now, what would you say? I know it's an open-ended question, but that highlight, building those relationships, what does that mean to you, really? Yeah, it means a lot. What does that mean to you at, at more than just a surface level of it? It means a lot. Like, what does that highlight within you of why that is a highlight? What does that bring out? What does that explain, illustrate? What part of you does that light on fire is how I want to put it. Yeah. Yeah. What can you take away? What makes you go, yeah, that's it? Because you were, you were, as soon as I said it, you were like, yeah, this is it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What part of you does that light on fire? That's what I really want to get at. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a family orientated man. Like dad's always drew that into us. Families forever. Friends come and go. Rah, rah, rah. And I used to sort of listen to that and just be like, oh, whatever, like. Yeah, so be it. They'll be here in 10 years' time. It'll be all good. And I didn't really realise it takes effort and, like, you don't want to blow it up. And I guess how it ignites me, it just... I don't know. I guess it just does because it means so much to me and, like, fits in so well with my morals of life and just, like, the joy I know it brings to mum and dad just seeing him and I get along so well and everyone happy and just, I suppose, while life is good, it's really good when, you know... And savour that. Yeah. And savour that moment of appreciating what you have while it's here. Yeah, for sure. That's a good way of saying it. That's exactly what I was getting at, to be honest. Yeah. That wraps up your Triple H, mate. 
Well done. Thank you. How do you feel? Yeah, good. That was a really nice chat. Yeah. Privileged to be here. I Let me say... Um, Privileged you know, to have you on the pod, mate. Anyone that's lucky enough to come on this podcast will be a better person from it. And, gee, what a ride. What a ride, absolutely. We are not done yet, though, because what we like to end on is... A little bit of a reflection. Bit of freestyle, is it? No, you're not freestyle rapping for us, even okay. though I know you have a lot of abilities there. We can we can do a bonus episode sure. for you. But no, what I want to say is give me one thing that went well this week, just passed. Yep. And one thing you're looking forward to next week. It was a text message and then the moment happened later in the day, but like early in the morning at work, Archie texted me. It was a hot day. He was working outdoors. I was working outdoors. He's like, let's go to the beach tonight after footy training. It's like, yes, brilliant idea. Like, let's do Love that. It. Love yeah. it, absolutely. Yeah. Just building up on that highlight that you just spoke on. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. Furthermore, exactly. What beach should we go to? Yeah, Brighton Beach. Brighton. Sweet. Let's get fish and chips on the way down. Bingo. Lovely. Yep. Hop in and just, you know, we joke about what we joke about. It was fun. I loved it. Yep. Perfect. What are you looking forward to? This week coming up, look... I've been present as of late. I haven't looked too far ahead. But um <laughs> good to hear. Thank you. We love presence and we you. love living in the moment. Yep. Here for it. But if I did have to look ahead, just forecast a little bit. It can be it can be just in the next week or it could even be a little bit longer if you have something coming up that you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Something that just pops in my head is the rainy weather. I think there's rain forecast for next week. There is. And I like it. I love a bit of humidity and like summer rain. Yep. It's exciting. It gets the it gets the hairs on my neck up, and yeah, we just rock and we roll. We rock and we roll in the in the uh, humidity. We do. Absolutely. So I'm going to say that. Minuscule, but hey, I appreciate the small Nothing things. Nothing too minuscule. Yeah, got to appreciate the small things. That's what yeah. we're about. Yes, about self reflection, just appreciating all the great things that we have. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you. Well, that concludes us here today on the Triple H Podcast, it's Charlie. Yes. Thank you so much. Pleasure. Thank you. Coming mate. on. Love you Thank lots, you. mate. Love you too. Thank you everyone for listening. We hope that this chat enabled you to, in this little moment that we just had as well, just reflecting upon maybe what family means to you, ways of which we can look back at our past and look back with resolve. And I implore all listeners to think back to maybe past behaviors that they've been able to overcome and reflect upon and change and how every single day, every single one of you are living an amazing life and and doing amazing things and you have so much to be proud of. Just like I'm so proud of you, Charlie, and I know you're proud of yourself as well. So thank you all so much for listening. May you have a wonderful day. Until next time. Thanks for listening to the Triple H Podcast. Like and subscribe on Spotify or Apple Music to stay up to date with episodes and follow us at the Triple H Podcast on Instagram. If you wish to get in touch with us, send an email at the Triple H Podcast at gmail.com. Special thank you to Prizefight for providing the theme, his song, Vulnerable. And thank you to Uncle Michael O'Brien for our show's Welcome to Country.